All right, this podcast, I was going to talk about something that's, uh, so I know a lot of people have these, I know a lot of people uh, you don't know have these, but as I mentioned in my last podcast, um, my son got diagnosed with cancer, with leukemia, and around the same time my driver's license got suspended um, for getting a DUI. And so I've wanted to kind of talk about the DUI thing for a while just because I think it's helpful because nobody really knows what to expect when they get one. I um, just wanted to go over kind of the consequences, how it affects your life, and then why I would suggest just never driving after you drink. Um, so first off, just kind of like the experience for me, um, how I got pulled over, what happened, how did, how I got the DUI. So I think... I had to go to these classes, like I had to do, I can't even remember, like 80 hours of classes, almost like Alcoholics Anonymous, go in there and get rehabilitated and learn not to be stupid and not drive, but the teacher that I had basically talked about um, how if you if you drink more like two glasses of wine if you drink two glasses of wine it's going to put you above that point zero eight so if you're like me you've never blown like you've never before the day that i got my dui i never blew to check like what my blood alcohol level was and so you just assume i always heard it's like you could have two drinks an hour which is like <laughs> the most ridiculous thing that i've ever heard in my whole life because every time you drink it just metabolizes, like gets into your blood, and it just gets like, it just compounds, and so it's pretty hard to sober up. Like if you drink too much, you're not most likely gonna be able to drive that night. Like it's not like you're just gonna go from like a point one eight to like a point zero four, unless you wait a significant period of time. So anyway, um, in this class, the lady was talking about how everybody. Most of the time when people get a DUI, it's because you're in a situation that you didn't plan on being in. And so for me, I sell solar panels, um, residential solar panels. And so I have appointments. I meet with people at their houses. And so I was planning on going to this appointment, going home, and then just kind of relaxing. But the guys that I worked with were going out to a bar to watch the the Utah Jazz win the playoffs. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll go out. And so I didn't I didn't plan it. Like I wasn't even hardly drinking at the time but the bar was like probably 25 minutes from my house so you start drinking and obviously you're thinking like well i'm gonna drive home but i'll just be responsible one of those nights where you just they're doing like the free shots and the test beers and just gets like a little bit out of control and so you're about what 10 10 drinks deep so i realized like okay like i've drank too much so i started drinking water waited for about two hours and then I was thinking, I'm good. I could probably drive. So I backed out, started driving. Um, had a new car, so apparently I left my headlights off. So I got pulled over pretty quick, and that's it. That's all it, that's all it takes. Like, you forget to turn your, headlight, your headlights on for one second. You do a little swerve. You, uh, one of your headlights is broken, and then you're pulled over. And then at that moment, they have reasonable cause. If they come up to your car and they smell alcohol, then you can't refuse to do like the the roadside tests and the like you can either choose to do a breath so like a blow or you can do your blood work 
And so the cops pulled me over and said that they smelled alcohol. And they asked me, how many drinks have you had, sir? And I was like, well, I only had like a one or two. And they're like, well, it smells like you had a hundred, you dumbass. <laughs> Like, oh man, my life's over. And the worst part was, is I didn't even check in with my wife at the time. So she's sitting home worried. I'm getting home like at one in the morning, just being stupid. And then I butt dial her while I'm doing my roadside test with the cops. So being me, I just like, for whatever reason, I just, I joke around. It's probably my way of uh, just trying to pretend like something's not serious, even though I know it is. So I was talking with the cops, and I was making jokes about, like, super bad. If you haven't seen that movie, you should because it's hilarious. And then <laughs> super troopers. So I call, I butt dial my wife at the time. And so she answers, and I'm sitting there BSing. She thinks I'm, like, still at a bar just having fun. And then I notice, so I hang up, and then it calls. So she calls me back. I answer again, and this time I'm like, I answer it, and I'm like, dang, my wife's blowing me up, and then I hang up again. So did the roadside test, and then I opted to do blood work because I didn't know. Like, I was like, maybe that will give me more time to get this out of my system. Like, You don't know what you're thinking at this point. So I was like, let's do blood work. So the next thing I know, I'm in the back of a cop car. Um, they give me my cell phone. So I text Jamie, and I was like, um you're probably going to want to leave me. Like, I've put you through the ringer a lot the last few years, but I'm in the back of a cop car going to the hospital to get my blood work done because I I was drinking and driving. So they take you to the hospital, and you get your blood work done, and then you leave. You're free. Bye. And then you're the next morning you wake up, so I Ubered home, and then the next morning I wake up, and it's like this panic sets in, like, what does this mean? So you start Googling, Google, 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 like, what happens when a DU, when you get a DUI? And so basically I started to find out, like, all these, I was like, if my blood alcohol level comes back, like, above a point two, then I have to go to jail if my blood alcohol is this. And so then you start looking at, like, how many drinks equals this? And so I did my math. And I was like, 10 drinks? Oh my gosh, I could have been like a point two. So just like pure panic sets in. And you start calling lawyers because you know you got to defend yourself. And I'm telling you, like I don't know if, if it's just my personality, but the waiting, the stress of the waiting, because the punishment varies. It's pretty significant if you go below a point one five and then above a point one five, and so you're just kind of crossing your fingers. Well, it was about probably two months of just being stressed and wondering what's going to happen, and then it came back at a point one five nine or something. So over the point one five, which means I have like basically maxed out on everything. No jail time, which was nice, but I had to do fifty hours community service. I had to do classes um two sets of different classes so there's like the first set and then there's like the alcohol classes and so that was almost a solid i want to say pretty close to a year of doing classes every tuesday for two hours um and then i had to pay tons of fines my insurance went up 
probably about 100 to 150 dollars per month um i had to get an interlock in my car so the thing you blow on and mine's this is mine it's a uh <laughs> you have to it's a blow suck blow as hard as you can until you almost pass out your face turns bright red and it's like i don't know how they program this thing so there's a camera that's in your like corner of your window that points at you so every time this interlock goes off and it's not just to start it it goes off like every five ten minutes while you're driving so you can imagine like every time you get to a drive through window they're like can i take your order mister and you're like yeah and then it's like Beep. and i'm like hang on one second <laughs> Anyway, sorry about that. Or imagine every time you get a phone call, like one of your customers calls you and they're like, Hey, Tyler, I just had some questions about solar. And then it's like, Meep. And you're like, One minute. <laughs> so, like, this is ridiculous. Then, at the same time, I got little kids. I got a 10 year old daughter. I got an eight-year-old son. So imagine, like, I'm the dad, the pickup for the soccer. So the kids get in the car. And all of a sudden, it's like, beep. And they're like, what was that? And I'm like, oh, uh, that's just this magic thing that I have. And it's a really special car where it only turns on when it recognizes my breath. And then I'm sure they go home and tell their parents, like, Sophie's daddy has a thing in his car where he blows. It's really cool. You should get one. And they're like, and you're not going to be hanging out with Sophie anymore. <laughs> so you got to go through this shame. Like I said, my son got cancer like about the same time that I got this thing installed in my car. So my mom had to come out and get it installed with me. And so she was a missionary of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints at the time. So she's driving around huffing and puffing on this thing with her little plaque like, Oh, God, please don't judge me for this. <laughs> so anyway, we're driving around. She's blowing. My mother-in-law comes out. My father-in-law. Everybody knows I got a DUI. Can't hide it. So that's why I decided I might as well make this podcast like because I wasn't hiding it. And then... I just got divorced recently. So if you're above a .15, you get this thing in your car for two years. If you're a .149, you can get the thing out after four months. So pretty big difference. Four months, two years. No leniency at all. And so basically still got the thing. I got it about – I get it out next month, but I just got divorced. So now what am I doing? I'm dating. So you could imagine, right? Like, hey, how are you? And it's like, sometimes you forget to tell them. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you're just having a good conversation. And then it's like, beep. And you're like, hang on one second. And you just pull the thing out. So I usually just go, hey, you want to hit this? Because <laughs> there's no, there's no way to like... There's nothing you can do to not feel like an irresponsible piece of shit at that moment. But, anyway, it's not funny at all. Like, the jokes about the breathalyzer, yeah, there's like a lot of funny things that have happened with that. Like, my ex was driving through a drive-thru with my car, and she couldn't do the breathing right. 
And so my car just shut down on her. <laughs> so she was stuck in the drive-thru for like five minutes because it does a timer countdown. <laughs> so she, you can't pull forward. Your car just shuts down. So I got a lot of like horrible little stories like that. But I mean, it's just a nightmare. You have this thing. And then when it's cold, you go out and it says like weather alert. So it's like negative 10 degrees out. You go, you can't even start your car. It starts like a two-minute timer. You just have to sit there in your car and freeze your ass off. And then you can start it after the two minutes. And so you don't even get your car warming up for two minutes. So I've gone through two winters now, coming up to my third winter. Um, the best is when you have your family with you or people that like are getting in your car and you can't start your car. It's pretty freaking amazing. But uh, the worst part, so you do these courses and like we had to do this thing called Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, which it's horrible. Like you go and they bring guest speakers and it's like they this one I went to, they had a there was a girl and her dad had died because he was drinking and driving. And so he was basically on a motorcycle and crashed and left her whole family without a dad. And then there's other stories about just people that lost like their moms and their siblings and just because somebody was irresponsible and drove and realistically if you are somebody that drinks and drives regularly the odds that you're going to get a DUI in your life are very high very high like the reason I want to do this podcast is because I think it's important for everybody to know like maybe you should get one of those breathalyzer things where you can check where you're at so you know you're good to drive but uh besides that probably just not a good idea because you realistically do pay probably about ten thousand dollars in fines you have to do all this uh court stuff and it's it's honestly just it's a nightmare it's a huge nightmare it it dings your record i was trying to um apply to a couple different career opportunities i was thinking about becoming like a firefighter and doing different things with my life because I had just switched out of insurance for 10 years and it limits your job opportunity because firefight like you can't even really become a firefighter if you have a DUI there's like a waiting period of like three years but then just that mark on there is just not very good you can't get a Chick-fil-a you can't there's so many things where it's like yep sorry like we have other other people ahead of you because of your DUI and so it just kind of limits you to life at that moment um, I know a lot of people in my classes that lost their careers. Like there was uh, commercial truck drivers with kids, wives. Um, they were the only source of income, and they'd be in these classes. Like they'd lose their job. Some people would lose their license. There was a lawyer that ended up losing his license, committed suicide. A uh, few different people while I was going through these courses had committed suicide because of the damage that just this one DUI had caused them. And it's crazy before you get your own DUI. Like you hear the stories and like you hear my, you, you'll hear my story and you'll think like, oh, like, oh no, I'm not going to get one. And he's exaggerating. Like I'm not exaggerating. It's really pretty crappy. Um, and the court is not very lenient. Like they're coming down. This is my first offense ever and I got maxed on everything. I mean, I even had a kid with leukemia. No leniency. Like, they could give two shits about anybody's circumstance. Like, you could be a single mom with five kids, and you have to work to provide, and they'll suspend your license, and, like, 
they they just don't care. Like they have no leniency, and so I think it's important for people to put this information out there so people know the gravity of what a DUI can do to your life. Um, <clears throat> but basically, I think. Uh, yeah, I just think people should just stay like just Uber. Like there's Uber, there's Lyft, there's uh there's Z trip, there's a million different ways to get around right now, and so there's no reason for you to drink and drive. So I just kinda wanted to do this podcast because I think it's important to, like I said, put this stuff out there. But hopefully you guys don't drink and drive. Hopefully you guys can listen to me, listen to other people that have gotten the consequences and um I just wanted to kinda touch on a couple other things too. Um so basically, I went through this period where I kind of got my my life was kind of on hold. I was I was on kind of a path that I couldn't get off of because once you get into the legal system, like I couldn't travel, I couldn't get a U-Haul, I couldn't do what I wanted to do with my life. So kind of like my dreams and everything got put on hold. Like I couldn't. We we had a Make a Wish trip. I'll do a podcast about that because that was awesome. Also. But we got a rental car. I couldn't drive because my license is restricted. So all I can drive is a car with interlock. And so basically I've been doing a lot of thinking about dreaming lately, obviously, just like going after your dreams. And everybody really should have a dream. But it's really sad because you see these people in these classes and it's almost like you can snowball so fast. If you get one DUI, one DUI can turn into – like if you decide to drive while your license is suspended, then your license is gone for a year. Then if you still have to drive, then your license is like gone for longer. Then you start to get felony. Then you start to like rack up more and more. And so it's like you just see these people that made one mistake. Um, and the the worst is when the people make the mistake of driving too drunk where they injure somebody, kill somebody. Like we had a few people in these classes that they got in wrecks and they hurt people and people died. And you had to sit there and – I mean, how sad is it like you don't even really remember. All you remember is you drank, you got in your car, you drove, and now somebody's missing from this earth because of you. And so I just think that like everybody in this life is meant to do something. We all are meant to to basically fulfill a dream, to fulfill some sort of a purpose. And the more the more things you do to to – prevent yourself from being able to get your dreams it just once you tangle yourself into a mess it's your job to kind of untangle yourself and so i just want you guys to just make sure you don't don't tangle yourself up in a dui like there's no reason to there really is just no point these days to do that um i was listening to this kind of this dream cd thing that i listened to and it basically was talking about uh so this guy wanted to start this restaurant and he wanted to do this and that. And basically his he put all his dreams on the back burner because of fear, because the fear of not making a good income. What if I like pursue this business? He was basically starting a business and he was too, he was like so scared to start it. But then he started to think like, what am I teaching my kids about dreams if I don't go after my dreams and so for me like my dream is just like I said at the beginning 
to take the mess ups, to take the things that I've done in my life when I've been down and out and feel like I've just completely screwed up and there's no coming back. I want to take that stuff, give it to you guys, and so you can kind of learn from me. And I really like, I don't know that it helps a lot, but hopefully the next time you guys like drink and you go to your car, you think about this podcast, you think about like, the consequences you don't want to be sitting in those classes i promise it's like through the holidays there's no breaks like dealing with lawyers and standing in those stupid courtrooms and the anxiety and all the paperwork and all the uncertainty of what's the sentence going to be and it's just a lot of stress and it's just something that you don't need to do but uh, in the same dream dream builder thing that i was reading it says if one advances confidently in the direction of their dream endeavoring to live the life uh that they're of their dream one passes an invisible boundary and meets with a success and so it's basically just stating that everybody has a dream and the universe wants everybody to go after their dream and so if 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 you go after it in the direction so if you advance confidently in the direction of your dream then the universe god whoever starts to grant um, the things that you want. Like you start to get the things that you want because the universe can tell. And so it's kind of cool, like going through all that crap and being in that dark place, it sucked. Like I hated it. It was horrible, but I stayed strong. I'm still in like a little bit of the tangle, still kind of untangling couple things like I said I don't get this thing out until next month but it's cool to if you're in if you just got a DUI if you have a kid that has cancer if you're going through a divorce enjoy like just look at this stuff try to look at it as a learning experience I've just been trying to look at my whole life as it's like one giant big comedy so this breathalyzer sucks but I mean Looking back, there's, it's going to be kind of funny to look back and at all the uh, different situations where I was having to blow in this stupid thing. But just don't beat yourself up. I know it's stressful. Life's stressful. Uh, this COVID shit sucks, and it's stressful. But just uh, just try to look at what could the benefits be. What are you learning? Like how are you growing? Are you letting yourself grow? And just let yourself go after a dream that you've always wanted to. Avoid things like DUIs or things that are going to put your dreams on hold. Um, Anyway, hopefully this podcast helps somebody. Like I said, I'm just making these because why not? Anyway, I love you guys. Bye.